We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings NFL Divisional Round of the Playoff. Best bets, hoping for a better week, at least for me, in the divisional round, than the wild card round. As if you watch the spread pick show, you can see that we all struggled just a little bit with our spread picks and how some of these games ended up coming out. But however, you need to smash the like button for the episode. You need to sub to Mayo Media Network on YouTube, subscribe, download, rate, and review the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, under the Pat Mayo Experience. Also, if you want more sports betting content across all sports, highly recommend that you check out thehammer.bet on your phone, on your browser, whatever, or go to the Hammer HQ YouTube channel. You can find the links all down in the description right now. And this week for the show, there's only four games. Do we like three of the spreads to make a mineral picks? Probably not, right? What you need to do is use the best player projections and simulations across the internet. Go to runthesims.com slash mayo. You can make it the stock projections that are up there, compare them against all of the other props that are going, the medium projections. You can even adjust them if you think that the games are going to go a little bit differently. Rerun the simulation, simulate it 10,000 times, and then see if your projections match up with what the sports book is offering. So runthesims.com slash mayo. Rob, Cam, you guys carried the carried the week. I was 3-0 and two weeks ago, 0-3 last week. Uh, this is how the season's going for me. I thought that the Chargers and Bills, even partially through the game cam, were going to cover. Didn't happen. Listen, listen, Pat, this is what we do. We're a team. You win as a team, you don't. That's the problem with people. Oh, blah, blah, blah. No, we're a team. This is the way it works. So we'll pick up our team. I have good weeks. Pozzola has good weeks. You have good weeks. Who cares, buddy? It doesn't matter. We're going to turn things around. And as I said at the start of the show, the NFL, flip a coin. Throw a dart. Like, seriously, that Chargers game, I was worried about Geoff's health. Like, I actually was. When this, <laughs> I didn't even care about my bets anymore. I'm like, well, I got the Chargers to cap off a parlay here. How's Jeff doing? Is, is, is there enough alcohol in the house? Is there enough mix? 
what's he doing? Where's his children? Like, is he freaking out? But I think he's reached the point kind of like me in my life with frustration and chucking things and punching walls and stuff, Pat. When it doesn't rage, when raging doesn't solve the problem, you almost like you're at a point where you're so beat down. I got to be honest with you. How do you be a Chargers fan, man? Like, it's tough. At least my team's got a future. You know, we've had a good draft. We take Denver's fifth pick. Like, that loss was epic. And we were all, I think we were all on the Chargers last week, too. And uh, Charger will Charger, I guess. But I really love Jeff as a person. I know I didn't get out to golf with him this year. Great guy. Uh, I got to find some time. But, uh, like, honestly, that one even, that must have been, like, just a total kick in the nuts. I don't know this with how this guy's handling it. But he's handling it better than I thought, apparently. But that's what the rumor mill tells me. Well, Rob, well, did, did you did you do a show with him on Monday, Rob? I did. So the, the backstory is on Saturday, I sent uh, I sent him a message just checking in because I, I kind of knew what was going to go down in the Chargers game. Chargers were up 10. I told Geoff, you know, I sent him a message saying it's only a football game. It's all going to be okay. And uh, I didn't hear from him. So I, I, I ended up being on air with him on Monday, but I had no idea if he was actually going to show up or not because he didn't respond to my text. I thought he might have been really upset and thought that I maybe triggered the downfall of the Chargers or something like that. But um, I mean, listen, he was um, he was in okay spirits. I mean, it's obviously pretty broken and beat down from watching the Chargers charger, like like Cam says. And um, it, it was a, a challenge for him, especially considering that he thinks he's on the team and he's part of the organization. That makes it even harder for him but, altogether. But Rob- He's, he's improved as a human being, as we said. Like, if this was him before, like, imagine the first days of, like, working at the score with this guy compared to now if that happened. So I think there's progress in Jeff's life, like, with uh, dealing with things and maybe the kids have softened him. I don't know what's going on. But, uh, you know, the candle factory, maybe it's a soothing place, a little lavender, putting him to sleep instead of creating rage that I have in my life. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? I love Jeff. Oh, yeah. By the way, Rob, listen to, the, listen to how this month's going. I got a furnace broken on Christmas Eve. I go downstairs and now my laundry machine's busted. So I can go, uh, now I can hang out at the laundromat and, you know, can I get uh, a bottle of gain and some crack? This is going to be great. Uh, do, 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 doing my uh, laundry at the local laundromat. A lot of interesting characters like the loiter around that place. Yeah, that's going to be safe. Oh, man. Uh, well, at least, sto- at least the stove still works in the refrigerator, uh- right? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Everything can be need improvement. I told you, just a tip for everybody out there. I've said this before, Pat. If you can't fix things or you don't have time to fix things, being an owner of a townhome or whatever is the d- dumbest, stupidest investment ever. Get a condo. Don't even worry about the fees or whatever. Like to be, there's always something broken, always something that needs fixing. And when you're working all the time or, or you're not handy, it's a really stupid thing because uh, contracts are, these guys basically are out there, they'll fleece you. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, The last time I think I was in a laundromat was the first year that I lived in Toronto because I didn't have anything in the like shitty basement apartment that I was renting. I I used to hate it. I used to hate sitting there and you have to sit there and wait for it. Like I live too far away. That's the thing. I don't know what I'm, what am I going to do? Tape shows and oh yeah, uh, Downey line too. Like that's the thing. Like, like I don't know when the, like how quick is, is the dryer extra hot? Is like, what's happening? What is the time cycle I'm doing? So that's what I do. I do a show, put them in, go back home, come back to the laundry mat, put them in the dryer, like sit around like, no, like this is a disaster. So I have to get a new washing machine. Like it's yeah. just so stupid. The, the worst part is having to learn the, the machines the like all yes. over again. Right. Yes. I, I, and whenever I go on road trips, I often just do laundry while I'm there. I don't pack pack heavily, but depending on the hotel you're at or whatever laundromat you go to, every machine is different. You might think you put something in for 45 minutes. It's going to come out bone dry 
And then it's not. And like you're sitting there another hour or the opposite way around. Like you yeah. think you started a so, fire in the place or something like that. So, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I mean, it's it, these are first world problems if we're being. They are, serious, oh, yeah, but, I know. I said, oh, poor camera, whatever. But the furnace on Christmas was tough. It was the coldest day of the year, too. Laundry, yeah. I could deal with that. Hanging out with some crackheads down there at the laundry uh, mat. But uh, yeah, the time's the problem, Pat. But don't worry. We're going to hit some winners and uh, get some new appliances. Maybe. <laughs> we could have a game show after that. We can do some sort of, during the <laughs> off season, we can do prices, right? I'll bring in a new washer and dryer and you can try to bid on it against Rob or something like that. I love that. I love game shows. I miss them actually. That That's the whole problem with today's society. Like when we grew up, we had press your luck, amazing game show. I guess the price is right is still there, but but it's not the same. The Drew Carey price is right is not the same as the Bob Barker price is right. And there's like loser game shows now. Like it's just, when we were younger, game shows were solid. Like they were fun, right, Rob? Like whammies, you know, they'd come in there, do the moonwalk like Michael Jackson and eat your credit card and laugh at you and stuff. Like there's not the same, uh, how do I say? Just they, they just suck compared to what they were in the past. They sound like an old man. I think also the production quality of some of them in the past was actually so bad that it made it yes, good. Yes, agreed. Like, do you remember Bumper Stumpers? I, I was just about Love. to say, Canadian Love game show, Bumper, bumper Stumpers. <laughs> and there was oh, a Supermarket, Supermarket Sweep. Sweep. Oh, Supermarket Sweep? I always dreamed about being on that show. I'm like, you can do way better than this guy. Crush it in the grocery store. Like, come on. These guys suck. They're they couldn't figure out bread. the clues for I like them. Too. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the answer is soy sauce. No, that's... Oh. <laughs> No, I know I put it on rice. Like these guys are just too much. Like it's like, I, oh, and, and, and Pitfall. And uh, what was the other one? Oh, the $50 riddle. I'm on a door and you turn me. Uh, uh, a key. No, no, Tom. The answer's knob. Knob. Which is exactly riddle. what you are. <laughs> oh, man. Just anyway, struggling. Mm. is the name of the game yeah i did wow. want to run this by you because we're going to have a bye week in between the championship games next weekend and the big game as they've told me to say it other people oh. call it the super bowl but that's you know yeah. neither here nor there but i was thinking that during that bye week we do a best bet show gold silver and bronze and we do it cam for super bowl food okay that sounds good i think i might be on the road I'll try to get good uh, Wi-Fi. We usually go down for work for to Glendale for the pre-Super Bowl week. I'm not sure. I haven't even bought my ticket yet, to be honest with you. I really, I, I don't know. If they tell me I'm not going, I really don't care. If they tell me I'm going, I'm that's fine. Like, whatever happens, happens. I'm at the point right now, you know, you tell me what to do. It's cool. But, yeah, Pat, I love your ideas. And you know me. I love Super Bowl foods. Hey, and, I love all foods. And, look, then this is something we can, if you're leaving on, like, a Thursday, we can film that on a Tuesday. That's not a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's cool, yeah, I'll get back to you guys. You guys always accommodate. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. And you, th th I love your list, Pat. Actually, it was one of the funniest things I think you've ever done. Like when you did that uh, DFS Super Bowl foods list, like dips, like Gatorade mix and stuff like that. It's, it it seems like an easy game to play, but when you really think about like mm -hmm. getting drunk properly and not uh, trying to minimize hangovers and gorging like I do because I'm an absolute pig. Like, it's a really good game. Your DFS uh, food Super Bowl list is actually one of the smartest things ever. Right, Rob? Like, it seems easier. Like, oh, I'm going to go this way. But no, you forget about the mix and the and other things that you need to make your day out. You got to be really smart with your cash. I, I think that we might need to film a new one of those. I've been running the same show for six years now. So I think that me, Cust, and Jeff are going to update the pricing <laughs> list. And then we'll bring it to you and you can fill out a team. 
Yes, no, Pat, true. Inflation. Those prices are great now. I'm completely like, I'm different. Sh- I'm shopping yep. at Mayo Supermarket, man. I, I'm going to go nuts. You're right. Rob, have you ever been to like pre-Super Bowl week, Super Bowl week, like doing media? Or have you always kind of stayed at home or just gone around? Like, have you ever done Radio Row, for example? So I have not. I've never been sent. I honestly have zero appetite uh, to do that. Like, I would go for the experience just to say that I did it once. But like, that's that kind of stuff doesn't motivate me meeting players meeting members of the media like we did that I did that for years back in the day it's cool for a while and then after that it's just like extra work for me pre-Super Bowl week for a lot of betters is just like they're going nuts right they're if they're in Nevada or different spots in the U.S. where you can bet at kiosks they're driving all over the place get a bunch of props down or whatever for me it's actually a very quiet week I'm not a huge props better. I like to just relax. Like we're at the point of football season for me now where I'd like to just ride off into the sunset. Let's get to the let's get to the home stretch here and uh and let's move on into the off season where I can go vacation and just do whatever I, else. I'm I with you, do. Rob. Like yeah. I'm probably I I'd love to take a leave of absence. I'm not lying to you. Like I want to get this title list from my stomach, my hernia removed. Like I I have a list of not fun things that I need to do that I have to take care of after Super Bowl and uh, yeah, getting that uh, thing out of my stomach is a, a good start. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really I, annoying. I, I did radio row, and maybe it's because of how we ended up doing, or where the Super Bowl was. Like Glendale sounds fantastic. Or even L.A. Yes. when you went last year, came. I the one Super Bowl that I went to go cover, and I hosted this show, the Pat Mayo Experience, live from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. Every wow. single day of the week and just having people funnel in and out and having Robert Griffin III tell me about God and Jordan or Melvin Gordon showing me a social insurance number. Like it was just really weird stuff <laughs> the entire time. I was like, this is not what I do. This, like, I like to be near my house. I don't want to be in Minnesota when it's minus 5,000 outside. I'm, like trying to sneak out every 20 minutes to go have a cigarette or something like that. And well, Cust, <laughs> yeah, is, with you, man. Cust is living the life in the, in the media lounge because they have all the free food. He said the, the greatest food he's ever had was apparently at the Minnesota Mall of America NFL media room, which was not true, but it was all free. So he, he very much enjoyed that part of it. It was fun it, to it, do. It was fun to do once. I would never want to go back again. No, that's the thing. Like, I thought L.A., like, I, I know Gabe liked it a lot more than me. I was kind of at the point where, you know, it's it's work, it, it, sitting in traffic for two hours. And the thing that really pissed me off, I'm a lot like Cust. So I'm like, if I'm going to be here and stuff like that, we're working and we always put in a good effort. Like, where's the food? This thing's sponsored by Pizza Hut. There was not one pizza. All they had was chips, cold coffee, whatever, and all the international Aimful. media because they're a bunch of scumbags, right, Rob? Like those guys from Kazakhstan at the Leaf game pocketing <laughs> Hagen Dawes bars doing their shopping there while they're like doing one interview with, with Aki Berg to get a 10 second sound bite. Like it was the worst thing ever. Like there was all the food that you had to buy was like 30 bucks for a little sandwich. And then they, no, no food, no fruit, no nothing. Coffee's out. Like it was actually, it sucked. Like the NFL, you'd think we'd be covering like, you know, Egyptian polo. Like, I, 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 I don't know what the hell, I don't know what to say. Like, the, the lowest grade of sport. Again, it was the opposite of the Super Bowl. Like, you're sponsored by Pizza Hut. Why don't you just order, like, a thousand pies for the media? Like, there was nothing there. It was fun, like, going out and stuff like that. Like, L.A., you know, we, we had some good, couple good times. But, yeah, it wasn't like I thought it was going to be. I've done CFL events that have treated me better than that. I'll say that. Well, the CFL sure. at least will, like, like because you're there. They're going to treat you well, well, right? I was just shocked. It was like. Literally, the NFL, you think it would be like a five-star spread. It was the worst food. Like, there was nothing there. There weren't even snacks. See, I find that strange because the the one that they did have set up for us had everything there. It was just like, 
it wasn't like gourmet food. It was fine food. Cus saying it was the greatest food he ever had was like, you know, it's a classic custism here. But sure. like, I mean, the, the guy's eating Jello every day. So what do you expect from from someone who's like the, 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 with his palates? It probably was the greatest food he's ever Jell-O. had. Jello, like when I think of Jello, I think of death. I think of being at a hospital and going, great, this is good. Can I get raspberry? No, sir, it's lime today. It's green. Oh, okay. Well, he, he he also had a thing uh, this week on Cuss Corner Cam. He was talking about trying to eat this eight-pound slice of pizza. You have to do it between two people. And his strategy, and everyone told him he was wrong, but I want to hear it from you. He's like, well, if I'm going to go try to eat a whole bunch of food, I'm just going to starve myself for like two days before I go. I was like, that Stupidest is the- Stupidest thing you could do. Exactly. Stupid. Honestly, the win way to eat a contest is actually staying consistent and eating before so you can eat more. Like, starving yourself is ridiculous. You know, you win a contest like that, you grab a big bag of weed, you smoke it, take an edible, and then you'll basically be eating like a beaver through a tree. <laughs> I remember once I did, like, you know, I had an edible with my buddy. I ate everything in my house that wasn't nailed down. Two pounds of wings, had like a box of uh, Fruit Loops. Like, I'm coming, like, where's the eggs and toast? Oh, okay, I got bacon in there. Like anything that wasn't like, and Pat, I was actually considering, I couldn't stop eating. That's a real tip. You don't starve yourself. You smoke pot or you eat edibles and you'll be like, literally, as I said, you'll be like a beaver. You can't stop. You could build a dam with food. Rob, have you ever done, like, I don't know, like uh, yeah. kind it was or the strength, but I couldn't stop eating for hours. I like, it was insane. Very different reaction for me. I couldn't move for hours. <laughs> I think I was glued to the spot I was in for about 18 hours straight. I believe I was watching horse racing coverage the entire time. <laughs> like, I'm not even exact. I'm pretty sure there's a That's horse racing. That's what happened with my old tenant, Portuguese Joe. I go upstairs. I give him one. I gave him one this, like, it was like this pound cake. I go up. I wake up like, ooh, my eyes are like purple and like whatever. But I got out of it. Like, I, I shake off that, like. I would say alcohol in these situations better than the average bear. Mm -hmm. I come downstairs. The guy's still in his recliner from like the day before. Come, <laughs> come, come. I can't move. I go, oh my God. I felt so bad. I'm like, this guy's in trouble here. I get to literally, he couldn't move for like a day and a half, two days, Pozzola. No yep. strong stuff. Well, I've, check, I've been check, there. Check, check your, check your uh, the potency level. Never know. Yep. <laughs> The Hanes are provided the ones I took. Oh, that right, tells right. you all you need to know. Yes. Even my girlfriend was like, the last time we saw Hanes, she's like, his Hanes are sick. He's like, he didn't take one breath. Like, <laughs> he was hacking darts. He was smoking stuff. Like, he came in with this like personal, like beat down Ziploc bag of like treats. It's like, like we were worried about his health. And by God, no, like you've seen me, Bazola. I got major, like, I'm not a guy running any marathon soon, but like Hanes was like, holy geez, man. I was like, actually, this guy needs help. And I love him. Mm hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Gold picks for <laughs> Divisional Weekend. The gold picks are probably uh, maybe Hainzer's bags of tricks when he comes over to your house. <laughs> I don't know. He's a great, but- you know what? He's a great cook, though. He, he, and you know what he is? He's a good guest. Because he's a he good actually, friend. He's he a good is. friend. He's actually a very, first of all, loyal, awesome. Yes. He brought food. He cooked food. He's not He's not the type of guy to like, hey, buddy, you know, everything in the fridge, put it in their knapsack and leave. And after you wake up, like, wow, the guy took like my extras. You're supposed to leave gifts for the guy that hosts. That's the thing. He's the opposite of that. So I'll give well, him credit. We worked with him for years, Cam. How many days in a row did the guy make a mistake on one of our shows, probably every day that he ever but worked we at the him. score, but yeah. we still love the guy anyways. He's a, he's a great he tried. Guy. It was like an honest mistake. It's not it, like it, due to laziness. He's one of those guys that just boosts the office morale, right? Like they couldn't fire him there. He was making mistakes every day, but if it's they true. fired him, everyone would have quit. We'd rather yeah, like Hazer's part. That's the thing. It's like a clause in your contract. He stays. I am going with a spread for my Mm. gold pick to start, and it will be from the Giants and Eagles game. Now, because we are running out of games to pick from for the mineral picks, now totals and props, they're on the board because all the stuff is now released by the time we actually do the show. Normally, props don't drop until late Friday afternoon, unless it's like week one or week two of the season. They kind of catch on that people are taking them early. And they're like, they're, they're fine with that because everyone's going to lose it back throughout the course of the year. Now, for the playoffs, it's kind of a similar circumstance. So we got so I, I got a prop, at least, on here. But I am going to go with the side for this one. I love the Eagles minus 7.5 against the Giants. Giants playing over their skis right now. And uh, it's funny, Cam. I saw you get a lot of credit for sticking by Daniel Jones in the rankings. Although... When we went through the rankings, all three of us agreed on where he was ranked. It's just that you thought he was uh, a top 10 quarterback, and we went through the rankings. You kind of admitted he was the 17th best quarterback, where Rob and I kind of had him pegged anyway. But here's the thing, Rob. He's had two great games this year, but I, I, I read that he's no longer playing the Minnesota Vikings this week. Exactly. Uh, I love the Giants last week. Obviously, they were my gold pick. It was purely matchup-based. Uh, I don't like the Giants this week. The only thing keeping me from betting the Eagles is the status of Jalen Hurts, and I don't really know how hurt he is. But if we put this into context, uh, week 14, the Eagles went out on the road to take on the Giants. The Eagles closed as a seven-point favorite in that game. Week 14, not too long ago. Now you reverse it, and they're seven and a half at home coming off of a bye week. 
this is, I think, quite an overreaction to the Giants last week. Now, they are healthier. They're the healthiest they've probably been as a team for the entire season, and a lot of people are talking about that. I don't care. Like, the Giants at full health are still not that good. They have an offensive line that's outside of their left tackle is horrible. They have one of the worst receiving groups in the entire league. Defensively, they have two very good interior linemen. Outside of that, there's a lot left to be desired for the entire team. So I I do agree. This just feels like a recency bias type of thing, Pat, where Philly ended pretty poorly and people forget that they were just laying waste to a bunch of teams along the way. And the Giants come in off of a win against... uh, Thankfully, I don't have to read the comments anymore. (laughs) about me hating the Vikings and the Vikings, as mentioned every friggin' week of the season actually stink. And they showed that they stink last week. So I'm very happy about that. Well, the big I'll defend th- you guys. I'll, I'll, I'll defend you guys. Well, I did I'll, say I'll, the Jones. I just said Jones well, was better. Pat. Like, and he played a great game, but everybody mm-hmm. plays a great, great game. I'm just proud of Daniel Jones because I yeah. think, as I said before, I might rank him a little bit higher. He's very dangerous with his legs and you guys saw what he can do. And if you give him time, like he's growing into a quarterback. And that's the thing. Like that's the problem with people. Not every guy is going to be in a perfect system like Brock Purdy and figure it out. It's going to take time, and he's he's really figuring it out. And I, as I said, I think the Giants should sign lock lock him up because I think he's decent. Well, well, I, well. You talk about Brock Purdy being in the right system. Like, doesn't Dayball going to the Giants and putting Daniel Jones in an actual position to succeed? kind of show that maybe, I mean, Daniel Jones, listen, he's the sixth overall pick. Clearly, he's a lot better than almost all of us thought that he was. But is he actually really good? Like, could Dayball pieces together with a rookie next year and do the same thing? Well, it's crazy how, how like, how f- come in the span of one week. The amount of times I saw Daniel Jones compared to Josh Allen this week oh, was, like, v- like, people of Galaxy brain themselves again, right? Like, Okay, I get it. I called it. Like, him Josh Allen light, and that's that's. Okay. I said light. I didn't say Josh Allen, I, and that's fair. Okay, means you're you're not as good. Cam, if you're the Giants next year, who would you rather have? So it just if you had to build, because you're gonna have to sign him for like four years, hundred million, whatever it is. If you're the Giants, would you rather give four for a hundred to Daniel Jones, or would you rather give four for a hundred to let's say Justin Fields? I'd stick with Jones. I think he knows the system and he's been good with the Giants. And he's also, you know what, Pat, guys, he's deserved another contract. We'll see what happens he's, after this. He's getting one. He he, conti- he's getting a contract yeah, from is. someone. He is. The thing about Fields is, too, and, and no, I'll defend them both. Chicago's offensive line is horrible. He's a young kid and he gets murdered out there. As for the Giants, look at their receivers. But they have good coaches and they figure it out. Right, Rob? They're not like the best household names there. Jones, Jones is good. And the thing about one thing that he can do is with his feet, very, very, rated as i said before he's fast he's fleet of foot and the guy once he's in space he can really motor man he's like he's got those long he's a big guy he's got long strides and he's fast man he's good average i mean <laughs> I, I wouldn't go with good no I, we're done talking about this yeah. I, i'll defend we love we all think he's all right he's getting how, money Excellent. how many games this year did daniel jones absolutely stink it was more than half the games that they play now he is capable of putting in a very good performance like we saw last yeah. week but there's also times where it's deer in the headlights. Like I remember watching Giants Carolina early on in the year. Now, granted, that's early in the year. You know, maybe we don't put as much stock into those games. There was a lot of games where he was just terrible and they couldn't do anything. And the problem with this game in particular against the Eagles is the Eagles defensive line is very good. And I like the Vikings couldn't get home last week. They're generating no pressure. Mm-hmm. They have to devote extra players into their secondary and drop players into coverage because their secondary is bad. Like 
that that's not the team that's going to slow them down. The Eagles have very, very different personnel. Like what's it going to look like when you have the Eagles corners on these giants receivers and they can't separate. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I agree with Pat. I just don't like the commentary out of Jalen Hurts this week where, you know, it's, it's like I really like the bye week. I needed the bye week type of situation. Like is you kind of let it let on like he was more hurt than people realized. Maybe that's just me reading too much into it, but uh, I could not bet the Giants at seven and a half. You know, I think the Giants are going to be the popular side. And listen, I think the Giants can win this game. Like no one is immune to having a letdown game here and getting upset. There's eight teams left in the playoffs. These are all pretty good teams at this point. Uh, and it's one NFL game. But you kind of hit on it. It was as close as a seven-point Eagles being favored against the Giants. The last time these two teams really played. I know it was a bit closer in Week 18. The Eagles jumped up to a big lead, and that was just kind of the end of it. They jumped up 22 nothing. They're like, all right, we can kind of coast here, get our one seed, get the bye. The Giants didn't play anyone. The last time that these two teams actually played, you mentioned a seven-point favorite on the road. Daniel Jones got taken out of that game because they were losing by too much. It was 48-22. to I think people just can't forget how good the Eagles were this year. This is the thing too, right? And Sirianni and his staff, they're smart. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a team like Jacksonville and you have a win like that against the Chargers, you want to play as early as possible to keep the momentum going. But now I'm kind of worried because teams like the Chiefs were, and Andy Reid's great off a bye as well. Like, you know what I mean? Sirianni's going to have a game plan for the Giants too. I always look to take the dogs. I think the Eagles win. I'm not sure if they're going to win by eight, but they should like in money line parlays or teasers or whatever, like to be safe. I, I I don't think there's a world where the Giants pull off a, a complete upset. They might cover the number. The back door is open, but I'm with you guys there. The Eagles should take care of business. They have time to prepare. Rob, gold pick from you. Uh, I'm going to do something very untraditional for this show. I'm, I'm looking for ways to bet these games this week, so bear with me. But I actually really do like this play. So I've clicked Kansas City spread, no. Philadelphia Eagles spread. Six-point six teaser. I'm- I'm clicking the six-point teaser at minus 120 on DraftKings. So we get the Chiefs minus two and a half, and we get the Eagles minus one and a half. I feel very confident in teams winning the game. Um, I I mean, this often happens in the divisional round, right? We have not seen Kansas City play in a week. We've not seen the Eagles play, and people forget about how good these teams are, and they try to talk themselves into the underdog that they saw win a week ago, and... Like if Jacksonville turns a ball over like they did a week ago against the Chargers, it's game over against the Chiefs. They ain't coming, they ain't coming back from it. And in fact, the last time Jacksonville played Kansas City, it was a game I bet the Jaguars plus 10. I got a push on that. Very lucky to get a push. They surprised onside to start the game, got an extra possession there. They were plus three in turnover margin. They basically created four extra possessions and they still lost the game by double digit points. I don't think the Jags are nearly as good as people think. The defense is extremely suspect. Everyone talking about the defensive improvements down the stretch, go look at all the teams they played, the Titans twice, the Texans. It was a joke, even the Ravens with backup quarterback. When they stepped up in class and they played a good offense, they played the Chargers last week, they gave up 30. They played the Cowboys, they gave up 34. They played the Lions, they gave up a ton in that game as well. I think the Chiefs are going to score I don't know that the Jags are good enough to win that game. And then for all the reasons that you mentioned, Pat, in regards to the Eagles, I I just don't think the Giants are good. They had too many games this year where, I mean, to me, they're just an average, possibly even below average football team altogether. But um, I think recency bias plays a huge factor here. So 
essentially, I mean, I know they have to cover a very small spread, but give me Chiefs minus two and a half, Eagles minus one and a half at minus 120. Cam, the one thing I will give a lot of credit to Brian Dable and the coaching staff and the offense for the Giants is that their short yardage is really good. Like, if they're fourth mm-hmm. and one, they're fourth and two, like, I kind of expect them to get it at this point. And Dayball does seem, and hopefully he doesn't, like, pull a Vrabel. It's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're all gas. We're no breaks. We're going to be this aggressive team because we're the underdog. We need to take it to them. And when push comes to shove, like we saw with Vrabel last year, they do some sort of thing like punt from the 46-yard line. Like, I just don't want to yeah. see that happen. If they continue to stay aggressive, that's how they win this game because they're going to need, like Rob just said, when Jacksonville had, they created an extra turnover on an onside kick. Like, they're going to need something like that, and I just don't think that happens. But at least they're well-positioned to do something like it's true. It's, it was kind of like the Seattle-San Francisco game, and you guys know. Uh, I'd say, yeah, yeah, we went 2-1 and one last week, right, Pat? Yep. San Francisco won, Giants won, and I lost with the Bills, I think. Was that correct, or uh, was it the Chargers? We, 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 you, and, we, we, you and I lost yeah. with the Chargers, yeah. But yeah, you were 2-1. and one. <laughs> Could have gone 3 I got Chargers. Oh, okay, we lost that. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I put that in the minerals. I want to do what Rob did, too, but I agree with you, Pat. Sometimes when you have, like, Jones and a big quarterback, just lean forward. Or give it to Bart. Like, like, go to the opposite hole on – the worst is when you have a fourth fourth down and a guy in shotgun, like, okay, and let's run it right up the middle with Zeke. Bam. <laughs> minus, you know what I mean, Rob? Like, like, I just go, you guys are coaches of the NFL. You're not armchair quarterback. So you can't have such a basic play. Come up with something. And sometimes keep it simple, stupid. Just go, go to a different part of the line or just come up with something, lean forward on fourth and inches. I hate when you're on when you're on the goal line and you're running up in shotgun and you're running stupid plays. I'm not saying don't do it. You can have a shotgun, but have have a play that it, I, you know what I'm saying, Rob. It's like, it's just this basic handoffs, whatever, and you're setting the quarterback back. He has to get the yardage. If there's any defensive penetration, you're done. Like, sometimes these guys, I just don't get it. It's like, it's very simple to get that stuff, but they make it complicated with uh, sometimes their uh, pre-snap setups. There's well, we- two things that almost always work in short yardage that I, they barely ever run anymore. One is naked bootleg, yes, which like actually Dak bootleg. Prescott, I think, ran this week for a he touchdown did. for the yep. Cowboys, Good call, which is Rob. like, walking in by himself know what like that i've seen matt ryan run those like the slowest quarterbacks ever that still works the second is you you come up in shotgun you come out five wide the quarterback is in shotgun and then he quickly moves up on center snaps the ball and sneaks it himself lawrence did that on the two point like it's something that we've talked like i mean the online uh football community the nerds enjoyed talking about how often quarterback sneaks work like just quarterback sneak it every time you're third and one fourth and win whatever and Patrick Mahomes getting hurt on a quarterback sneak like stunted this progress for three years because he got hurt on that play which is a play where usually no one ever gets hurt we probably saw 10 quarterback sneaks last weekend and I think that they all worked I I think that listen there there is there is some validity to the quarterback getting hurt, especially now the way that they run sneaks because they run the sneak and then the running back just plows the quarterback in the back as well and tries to push him forward. So maybe there's something there, but this is the playoffs, right? Like it's different. Okay. You don't want to run a, a sneak in every situation in the regular season. I get it. That's okay. In the playoffs games are on the line here. Exactly. It's so like watching the, like the jumbo package, handoff like as a Cowboys fan the jumbo package handoff to Ezekiel Elliott on third and fourth and one just makes me want to like step out of the window here on the second floor and like you know like I I, that wouldn't even do anything that would just be pain but you know that's what I feel when I watch that stuff happen Cam do you have a gold pick not really actually I want to 
kind of what Rob does. I want to like, if basically what I'm going to do this week, Rob, thank you for being transparent. Like betting these spreads is very tough. We're going to come up with complex ways to try to, you know, do teasers and money line parlays and stuff. Maybe in bronze, I'm going to do a money line parlay to plus money and combine all of my ingredients into the sauce. Mm, But right now, yeah, everyone likes it. Yeah, you're right, Rob. We don't need just ragu. We got to put like mushrooms and peppers and spice and whatever we're going to do with that. Little truffle oil. See, that's, we'll talk about this on another show. Like, I hate, like truffles are this, I think they're disgusting. I'd rather eat tree bark. But anyway, I, I don't like truffles. I know they're the big thing. Caviar or salty, like olives and stuff, like meats, salamis, charcuterie boards. Yeah, no, anyway, mm. I'll talk to you later about truffles. I think they're the most overrated. That's my opinion. I, I hate the taste. Buffalo okay. Bill, minus five, Pat. Here's the thing. This line keeps on going up. Bills don't cover spreads. I get it. I get it. But there is such a problem right now with the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. They got the scholar Skylar Thompson last week. I think the Buffalo Bills are just going to go run wild. Hamlin in this game. I, I know it sounds nuts, but these books aren't stupid. Like they're that that line is a bait Cincinnati line. Like I don't know. Like I've seen. That's just kind of the way I bet and gamble. It works sometimes. And I'm taking Buffalo in this spot. I think they can win this game by six or seven. It's going to be very close to the number. Hey, this week's tough. Want to take the Giants, but I'm more like you guys. I think in my my heart's telling me I want the Giants to win, but I'm not the Eagles. Jacksonville, same thing. Maybe this is a heart pick as well. I don't love the games with the spreads. Rob's Rob attacking him with teasers and stuff is smart, but give me Buffalo this week. This is the one where I think the public dog is going to be Cincinnati, and I'll take I'll take the the favorite that's not a popular favorite. I think there's going to be a lot of Bengals money out there. Give me the Bills. I, I can see that. I I actually like Cincinnati in this game. I think Cincinnati. That's may fair. Lose. I think Cincinnati just might straight up win this game. Okay. No, no, I no, I I totally get it. And Buffalo's defense has a lot to be desired. Skylar Thompson was making plays. Waddle could catch the ball. But mm-hmm. I also saw something from Baltimore. Joe Burrow, like he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But even he, if he doesn't have time, like the Bills are going to watch that tape what the Ravens did, and he's going to be on his ass a lot. I'm going to take Buffalo to win this game by a touchdown. Just yeah. cover. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can most definitely see it. I prefer the plus five with Cincinnati. I just worry that. Allen's going to do two really stupid things in this game. And can they overcome that? Is it going to cost them? And usually it works out for them and it's fine because he's good enough to overcome all that stuff. But now that you're playing Joe Burrow, like a real guy on the other side of the ball, he can take advantage of these things. I understand. Uh, uh, Rob, your thoughts quickly. Uh, uh, no, no. I, I, listen, I, I, this is the game this week that I don't really have a strong opinion on. If I were to, if you were forced me to bet it, I'd take Cincinnati. I, 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 I go back to last year. Like the offensive line has been a problem for Cincinnati for a long time. Now this year they corrected it with some free agent signings. They brought in Lyle Collins. They brought in Alex Kappa. Those are the guys that are hurt for this week's game. But Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against Tennessee last year. They still end up going to the Super Bowl. Like the O line was an issue for them, and they still ended up performing or exceeding expectations with the O line being an issue. The one challenge I have with Buffalo is that Buffalo plays a lot of defensive packages where they put a lot of defensive backs into the game. Uh, they play a lot of five or more defensive backs in the game. They basically invite the run, and this has kind of been their MO for a while now. Cincinnati's a very patient offense. They were third in success rate this year whenever there were five or more defensive backs on the field. And it Well, I suppose we should have spent less time off the top talking about nothing and talking about the picks because our system cocked us. 
We lost this last half of the show. Some good stuff in there as well. But what I want to do right now is run through the picks that we all gave and talked about, just so you know, so you probably know what to fade at this point. I went with the San Francisco 49ers. Rob and I and Cam all disagreed on this. They both like Dallas in this game to keep it close. I don't think it's going to be particularly uh, close. I think that it's a bad matchup for Dallas. I think that San Francisco is the better version of Dallas. So I am taking the minus three and a half on this. Rob's point was that the San Francisco secondary is not good. And what we saw on Monday night with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that Dallas can go over the top on you. And that is a legitimate concern of mine for the 49ers. But we're also talking about a team that's playing at home with an extra two days of rest. Dallas had to travel to Tampa Bay, play in the Eastern time zone. Now they need to come back five days later, six days later, I suppose, uh, and play in the Pacific time zone. It's just a lot of is stacked against Dallas in this for me. So what I'm looking for is just the superior team, minus three and a half, short spread. That's where I'm going. Rob has taken the over of 46 in this game. He said that anything below 47 is where that he wants to go. That's his silver pick, San Francisco and Dallas over 46 points. Cam decided to, he said that he, what was his line? That he is... uh, giving up the Bengals for adoption because he made the Bills his gold pick, but he is saving, he's rescuing the Jags at plus eight and a half. He likes the Jags in this spot, just does not trust Kansas City to cover giant spreads. And to kind of parlay onto that with the bronze picks, we have, let's see here, what's Rob doing? Rob is taking Kansas City first half minus five and a half for the Chiefs. So everyone can kind of be a winner here. Kansas City covers the first half. They give it back. And Jacksonville backdoors in the second half. I actually like the Jags more than the Giants to actually win as a big under. I don't like them to win. But I think in terms of probability, I would put my money on Jacksonville over the Giants in this spot. But that's just where I'm at right now. I played a prop for my bronze pick, Devin Singletary, under 43 and a half rushing yards. When you kind of look at the Bills breakdown, of their rushing attack now over the past six weeks outside of the one game against the Bears where it was an absolute blowout. Devin Singletary is just not the man in the mix anymore. You're going to get Josh Allen rushing attempts far more in this game than we saw last week against the Miami Dolphins. He's essentially going to split carries with James Cook and throw out Josh Allen from that circumstance. You have a 50-50 between the running backs and a quarterback who's probably going to run the ball 30% of the time. So realistically, upside-wise, and yeah, he can most definitely get to this number on one run if there's a missed tackle somewhere. But the Bengals' rush defense, outside of last week against J.K. Dobbins, since D.J. Reader returned, has been excellent. So under 43.5 for Devin Singletary. Uh, And then Philadelphia-Buffalo money line, for Cam, minus 122 is his bronze play for the week. Apologies for the system going out. Sometimes it happens. It's happened. This is the first time it's happened over 18 months. So every once in a while this happens. They were not able to come back and record. We had more recording to do. Sometimes shit happens. Shit happens when you party naked and you're trying to get shows out right away and book stuff back to back to back to back. So apologies for that. Still, smash the like button while you're here and sub to Mayo Media Network. Okay, I'm Pat Mayo. You can, let's see, what can you do? You can sub to the channel, you can rate and review the podcast. Oh, runthesims.com. Great time of the year to get your membership at runthesims.com. Runthesims.com slash mayo for a discount. Link is down in the description, by the way. But props this time of year tend to be the best markets to go after. Because as Rob pointed out in the unaired version of the content that came out today, is that the books are sharp anyways 
for the NFL and spreads and totals. They are especially, especially sharp during the NFL playoffs when there's just more eyeballs on it. You can catch some props earlier on in the week, especially. And if you're running your own numbers, which you can do at Run the Sims and make them completely customizable, that you can catch the books if you have a certain lean on a game very easily. So that's the way that I would go about this. RunTheSims.com slash Mayo to get yourself that discount. Apologies again for the show. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.